Thank you very much, to Dwayne, for joining us. You're our very first guest, and we're honored to have you here today, my friend. And, uh, I mean, you're here for one reason. You're here because you believe in the Hope Mission and what it's done for you. Can you start kind of at the very beginning? I know we don't have a whole bunch of time, but basically, obviously, because you're here today saying the Hope Mission basically changed your life, there must have been some tough things going on prior to that. Is that correct? Yes, I had a lot of tough times in my life. I um, had to go to the Hope Mission because I did not have any place to live. I got evicted from my places that I lived a couple of times from the landlords because the people I were living with forgot to pay the rent. Right. That was nice of them. You're probably giving your part of it to them and they weren't giving it to the, the landlord, right? Yes, it never got to the landlord. Yeah. And the landlord would show up with papers and I'd ask the people, why are the landlord here? And they go, I don't know. And talk about um, then being evicted and not having anywhere to go. What, what did you do? I went, uh, lived in um, garages without any heat. And I had to, um, literally, I was living on a dog bed with a dog for a couple um, months because I didn't have any heat. And that's how I um, stayed warm. Wow. And so, I mean, at that point, obviously, something has to change in your life. And uh, how did you discover Hope Mission? I heard it through um, the Alberta um, Works um, building. um, My worker um, suggested that I went there, and I thought that I was just too proud, and I never needed to go there. But when I started to get hungry and hungrier, and the last time I got evicted from the place I was living, I got a ride there, and I've been there since January the 3rd. Yeah, what a difference, huh? Yes, I was emotionally, and my soul was broken when I got there. Now I'm a lot more healthier, and I'm a lot more spiritually healthier. And the people that I'm around, the workers that I work with, help me there, are the best people I've met in a very long time. Looks great, doesn't he, Jack? Yes, you look happy and healthy. Tony. Talk about giving back now. Now you're probably starting to give back and, and to others, aren't you? Yes, I'm hoping that I can um, share what they shared with me, with the positive things that they gave me, because all I was in a negative um, environment. And now you're giving back, and now, I mean, Thanksgiving, this Thanksgiving so much better than the last number for you, I'm guessing. Sleeping on a dog bed in a garage without heat. I mean, and lucky it doesn't get cold around here very often. It gets cold here, doesn't it? I had about eight or nine blankets, and I was still cold to a certain extent, but I had a terrier pit bull that was keeping me warm. She was my electric blanket. (laughs) Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Thank you for sharing your story. Continued success with your life. I mean, again, where would you be without Hope Mission? I don't want to think about that. It was all negative, and it was getting negative really fast. The negative, I just don't want to think about where I'd be because all I could see was negative. And more negative, just just more negative. I probably might not be alive today. I thank God every day. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Kelsey's with us. And uh, just if you were here right now, you'd see this beautiful young lady. How old are you, if you don't mind us asking? 30. 30 years old. And uh, you're just, uh, you're, I, I, I've never seen a bigger smile in my life. It's and, true. And somebody who just appreciates life. And I mean, it's not always been that way for you, right? You, you, yeah. you told us off air that, uh, that, I mean, you should be dead, right? Yeah, that's correct. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so I've been coming to the Hope Mission for about two years now and uh, my life before coming here was so chaotic and completely unmanageable and yeah, like I was telling you guys earlier, um, you know, I've lost a lot of people close to me because of overdose and addiction and you know, I, ju- uh, I made a decision like something just had to give, I had to make a change. 
Yeah, and this overdose, again, I said that's not really a circle that we've ever traveled in, but it's not just an inner circle, uh, inner city situation either, right? I mean, uh, I mean, people are overdosing, uh, you know, they've got rich parents, they've got what mm-hmm. seems to be everything going their way, right? And it's and it not necessarily is the case. No, yeah, that's true. Uh, addiction does not discriminate. Yeah. Okay, so uh, what happened? You said you had to get something to change in your life, and what was that? Uh, that was to get sober, right? Make a, make a change in my life. Like, yeah, I, I couldn't live like that anymore. Yeah. Kelsey, tell us about those first few days at the Hope Mission. Like, when you decided that I'm going to get help, what was it like? Uh, to be completely honest, it was a little scary. Um, but all the staff there is so amazing. They make you feel so comfortable, so at home. And honestly, like, I couldn't, couldn't imagine being anywhere else. Yeah, now they become your family, mm-hmm. and I'm assuming you had a family, and maybe you have a family again. It's, you know, we hear the stories of people where at a certain point their families just can't do anything for them anymore, right? Yeah. It's kind of up to you, right? Yeah, that's true, and uh, I am so thankful that I still have my family by my side today. They are so amazing, and I, I count my blessings every day. Yeah, what is the thing that you uh, now appreciate more than ever? Uh, just a happy life, being happy. I, I didn't know what this was like before. Like, my life was, I was upset all the time. I didn't know what it was like to smile and to truly be happy. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Naturally, right? Yes. Yeah. Right, right. And so now, what, what, where are you now? What stage are you at right now? Like, are you still at the mission or what are you doing? Are you giving back? Yeah, no, I'm still at the mission. I'll be there for a few months longer. Um, and then, yeah, my way to give back, I guess, is just to tell everybody what the Hope Mission has done for me. Like, mm-hmm. it, it truly has saved my life. Yeah, yeah, awesome. Well, I'm sure your family is very excited about that, and I'm sure Thanksgiving yes, this year yes. will be much better than it's been in the past when they were wondering where you were, what was going on in your life, and if they were going to get a call that you were dead, yeah, right? exactly. Is you're that back. Not? Yeah. yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, well, you're, you know, you're beautiful. Thank, Thank you, you very much for sharing your story. I know it's not easy, and uh, <laughs> uh, but, but, but we really appreciate this. This is an example. At 30... Uh, years old again. Her life has been given back to her, and uh, she's so appreciative. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. We had amazing guests yesterday, not to put pressure on this lady, <laughs> uh, but they were absolutely amazing, and you heard some of them, Jennifer. And uh, I'm just looking at you right now, and I'm going, there is no way, there's no way you have, you've used the Hope Mission in your life. And, uh, and you know what I'm saying, right? Yes, I do. Because, uh, I mean, again, it's appearances. I mean, don't be fooled by appearances, exactly. you know, right? Yeah. And, and, and your story, we're assuming, is pretty incredible. Um, I asked yesterday, I'm going to ask again, where did it start to go wrong? Well, I started drinking at the age of 12. And my um, childhood was filled with uh, dysfunction and, of course, addiction. Uh, both parents drank. And through the years, it just progressed. And um, my husband passed away five years ago from cancer. And all of a sudden, I was alone, like utterly alone. And and, um, the alcohol was there. And um, it filled, you know, a lot of that void. But the next day when I would uh, wake up, you know, life was just, um, it it just, I didn't want to be here. I didn't want to be here on earth. And... Um, I kind of wanted to, I was hoping I would die. I was literally hoping I would die. And, um, and anyways, um, it was about, uh, last year, uh, December and, um, I was at my wits end and I, 
that was it for life. I thought that was it. I thought, you know what, I'm just going to die. This is all there is to my 50 years, you know, and, and, um, all of a sudden one morning I woke up and I was feeling really, you know, full of despair and, and, um, it was like God, I don't know, spoke to me and he said two words. He said, Edmonton wellspring. And all of a sudden, it's like I had these these blinders on, and I went to the computer and and uh, looked it up and called, um, you know, the Hope Mission and stuff, and and I got the ball rolling. I bought a ticket and I came out here. Where, where did you live at that time? I was living on Vancouver Island in Ladysmith, hmm. and um, I came out here, and it was like, you know, here I am six months later, and. All of a sudden, I have a life. I have um, a future. There's, you know, things that I want to do in life. I want to write a book mm. and help other women. I want to be a counselor. And I'm 51 years old now. And you know what? There's just so much more to life. There's so much that I can do and help people in this world. So I'm really, uh, I'm just, uh, I'm so grateful. Mm. And Hope Mission is, you know, just the answer to my prayers. Jennifer, you mentioned that you want to help other women. And it's often we think of men in these positions. Oh, mm-hmm. men always go for help. It's never us women. And it's very hard for us to ask for help. Yes. Talk a little bit about that. I mean, what do you want to say to, to these women that are living this life? I just want to say, you know what? Um, even as scared as you are, just do it. Um, you know what? Surrender yourself. And, and that's what I did. It was. It came to the point where... I was just done and you know what there is hope there really is and I want to tell every woman out there who is dealing with um, you know addiction whether it be alcohol or drugs or whatever that it's not too late you know what just just do it Mm. you know there's there is um, there is a life out here and a life full of you know hope and possibilities and and um, you know what? Just just do it. What a powerful message! No uh, kidding. Yes. Absolutely. This is a tough question, um, mm-hmm. but they pay us to ask these questions. <laughs> what What do you think your husband would think about the way things have now worked out? Oh my gosh, Tony! He would be so proud of me. <laughs> he would. A lot of times, I feel his spirit, and and I know that he's just really, really proud of me, and he wants me to keep going, and I'm going to keep going, and he's. Um, He's just pleased. Yeah. He's so pleased. I knew you were going to say that. That's yeah. why I asked. <laughs> Thank you for sharing your story. Yes. Uh, hope Thank begins you. with a meal. In your case, hope uh, began with a phone call. Yes, right? it did. It, it really did. And thank goodness the Hope Mission was there for you. Yes, exactly. And I'll be forever grateful. And, and we need now, we need hope to continue to begin with yes. a phone call because we need yes. those phones to ring all morning long so we can get off this field so they can use this money for people like you. Exactly. That, the phone number they need to call Jennifer is? Okay, it's one eight five five eight three six hope which is 4673. Yeah, or hopemission.com. Those are the two ways to do it. We're going to have a group hug right after this, we promise. <laughs> I'm so proud of you, Jennifer. I got tears here, you guys. <laughs> I, I, a superstar, ladies and gentlemen. And again, uh, just a, a while ago, she she didn't want to live anymore. She didn't yeah. see a purpose, and now she does, and it's because of the Hope Mission. Please yes. call. Thank you for joining us this morning. Thank you very much. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. 
this guy's adorable, Jack. Not that I'm saying, but <laughs> is he not adorable? He has been smiling all morning long. Yeah, what a smile. And I'm guessing that you haven't been smiling all the time because we normally don't talk to people that have had a, 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 a nothing but smiling life, right? Is that true? Uh, mine's kind of been up and down through the years, yeah. But uh, thank goodness for the Hope Mission, for uh, the guys on the 24-7 band that came and picked me up and the elderly lady that phoned in, phoned in and got me picked up from the for the van. So that was really cool. I was hoping somebody would talk about the 24 van, our van, the man down van. I've actually had a chance to go in it. And basically, if you can't get to the mission, the mission gets to you, right? So where were you at the time? I was actually over in Otwell area. So, you know, so an elderly lady came by, came out of a store and called the 211 van and they came and picked me up. And there's a couple guys, Kevin and Travis, they're really good guys. have been with the program for a long time. So... They're pretty cool, so i got to give props to them because they're the ones who helped me out a lot, and Kevin and I really appreciate him. He's a really nice guy, and so is Travis. Okay, now they didn't call just because you needed to walk because you were tired. I'm assuming that you were probably in a pretty tough situation. Yes, I was. Yeah, I've been homeless for, I think it was about four and a half months, so I was kind of lost everything, you know, did the whole, it went up and down with the narcotics, but then got off of it. Been 30 days clean as of yesterday, so Attaboy. I'm doing Amazing. the recovery. And yeah, so now, now I'm in the immigration hall right now, so that's pretty good as well. What did you miss most about your life prior to that? Prior to being on the street and being, of course, in this bad way? A nice warm bed to sleep in. That was, like, the main thing. And being around family and friends, like, I kicked a lot of them away. So, you know, now it's try to mend and defend and get those back all those relationships back that i once had before so a little better thanksgiving this year uh yeah i got a bunch of buddies and i at the hope mission we're gonna go there and hand out some food and help out there and then go to have our own at the the chapel there so it'll be really good so i'm looking forward to that so hot turkey dinner today yeah. <laughs> Amazing, hey? Isn't that right? Yeah, Ray, I just want to talk to you about being 30 days sober. I mean, where would you be without the Hope Mission? Uh, where I'd be, probably uh, sleeping under a bridge, being a orcs or an orc or a troll somewhere, you know? So that'll be, I'd rather be in where it's nice and warm than uh, be where it's cold outside, so, yeah. Well, this is a very, very powerful. If you could see what we see, you'd be calling for sure. It's stories like Ray. Uh, the Hope Mission is absolutely desperately needed. And thank, thankfully, that uh, van this was there the for you. This is the Kissing Country it, right? Chris, yes, Jack, Chris, and Matt podcast. All right. Bob is with us right now. He's got, is, it, is that called a fedora? I think that's called a fedora, right, Matt? I think so, yeah. Yeah, you like his hat. Bob, thank you for joining us. Um, let's get into it here. Uh, you're, you're here for one reason. That's to tell everybody how, how basically, I'm assuming the Hope Mission has uh, done some unbelievable things for you. You. Where did it start when it was at its worst? How bad was it? I um, came to Edmonton at the end of May and uh, lived on the street with uh, looking for my younger sister who had we'd found out that was homeless and her and I'd never been really close and I came to the Hope looking for her because that's where I heard she was and uh, just by incident I went to a senior center and a young lady came up to me and said, uh, are you Bob Kenneth? And I said, yeah. And she says, well, I'm your younger sister, Wanda. <laughs> and uh, I hit it off, and she told me about the Herb Jameson. And I went over there and uh, lived, you know, kept going over to the Hope and eating the meals three times a day, which was greatly appreciated. Sure. And I became a member of the breakout program and... Uh, July 19th, and I've been sober and uh, off drugs and alcohol since then, and it's just been a great experience to know that there's people out there that care. 
Yeah. And uh, it is a really needed thing in the community. We need uh, more homes for the homeless, and uh, I'm hoping to stay involved with the Hope Mission when I'm done. Uh, applying in the kitchen as I am a cook by trade. Nice. And uh, they have just given so much to so many, and we need to continue to drive to funds and be this being Thanksgiving and Christmas coming up, we are really needed. Mm -hmm. And what you people do is greatly appreciated by me and I believe so many others. And your sister. You bet. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow. That's pretty powerful for sure. So it's been a number of months now. I mean, one month uh, without drugs and alcohol probably seems like a year, right? Like, I mean, you know, like I, I, yes. I, I mean, you, you, like you probably never thought you'd get to this place. I just passed my 90 days yeah, yeah. of sobriety and uh, it's a great accomplishment. Yeah. I've met some wonderful people, uh, case managers, people at the Hope, the staff, the you know they're they're there for help yeah and uh, a lot of them are people that have come off the street and i've just given more and given more and given more and i hope to be one of those people you're going to be one of those people yes you're, i am you're an inspiration I'm, bob uh, like i say i'm 90 days sober and i've got another nine months to go to finish the program at breakout and it's just one of the programs that uh Hope Mission offers. All right, you're living proof it works. Mm -hmm. Give us that phone number if you can, my friend. It, the number is 1-855-836-HOPE. That number again is 1-855-836-4673. HOPE. Just $54 provides 20 meals. And so much more. And yeah. so much more. Bob will cook them up. Thank for you it. very much. <laughs> yeah, Bob Thank will cook you, them Bob. for you. Thank you. I will help. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Joining us right now is Bobby, another one of our very special guests. Thank you so much. We can't say enough for uh, about you spending your time here and sharing your personal story. Bobby, you're a younger person, <laughs> and I mean that in a complimentary way. Yeah. How, how old are you, if I'm you don't 22. mind? You're 22 years old. Okay, now you look a little bit scared to talk to us, but don't be scared at all. Obviously, you're here because something really great has happened with the Hope Mission, but your life has not always been really great. That's that's true. Is that a minor understatement? Um, yeah, I'd I'd say that's a minor understatement. Okay when when did when did it go off the path that it hopefully was going to go on? Well, um, a lot of my family members said that I never really had a chance. Yeah. Um, I was I have two addict parents. And uh, I'd say when it really went off was uh, when I was ni 19 years old. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So even prior to that, you were having challenges, but at 19 yeah. years old, it just became too much, right? Yeah. It yeah. just became too much. So where'd you go? Um, I went and lived with my mom. And uh, as I said, she she's an addict, so she wasn't a very good influence on me. And that's when I, uh, that's when I started um, a more... Like I stopped working a real job, and but that's where I got really bad into it. And then for the last four, three years, it's just it's just been like a, a pain cycle. Mm. Mm -hmm. And you just you just can't you couldn't get out of it, right? No, you couldn't no, get couldn't. out of it, right? I tried. I tried last year, but it didn't last very long. It didn't last very long. It only lasted sixty days, and then I I relapsed. 
So you know what you need to do. Mm-hmm. You, you get help. Mm-hmm. And then when it doesn't work, how frustrating is that? That's because um, you know how good it is when, when you're sober. And then when you relapse, you just, uh, you, it just feels hopeless. Do you hate yourself? I did. Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah I, I really yeah. did. Yeah. So what happened? Why are you here today looking like you've never had an issue in your life? <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. I, yeah. You love hearing that, yeah. right? <laughs> right. Cool. Because you feel like you've been judged your whole life. Yeah. A little bit. I mean, I kind of did it to myself with the way I dressed, but I'd say that that it's the difference between um, a treatment center and the hope mission because uh, the hope mission is just like a place I can call home. Uh, they showed me love. They introduced me to God, and uh, that's that's the that's the big difference is uh, realizing that I'm not the boss and uh, that He is, mm. <laughs> and that I'm not a mistake. No. <laughs> Bobby, what would you say to people that are listening right now that are thinking of donating? That this place changed my life, and I get to watch girls grow every single day, and so. Uh, that really, it all makes a difference. It, everything, everything makes a difference. And even the people downstairs, you know, like I can't imagine where they would be, especially since it's getting colder out. Um, you know, there'd be, it'd be a little more tragic. Yeah, a lot more tragic. I'd yeah, say. yeah. We've been out here for thirty hours. I'm starting to kind of lose it. I've got, <laughs> I, I've got a, do- I've got a daughter yeah. your age, and the thought that you thought that you know. That, that was your fault and, and you were a mistake. Just this is so frustrating, right? So the fact that uh, the Hope Mission has been here for you, right, and is going to make you realize that you have this huge, important life to live and you're living it now yeah. is just, it's just amazing. So thank goodness for the Hope Mission, right? Yeah, thank yeah. God. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, that's exactly it. Thank God for the Hope Mission. I'm uh, not supposed to be the one crying in these interviews. But, I almost did. So yeah, don't yeah, well, it's my turn. Um, anyway, you represent, uh, a, a, you know, just an important message this morning. We thank you for sharing it. Now we need more success stories like yours. We're at $90,000. We've got to get to the goal line. You get that. You know exactly how important this is. Yeah. What's the phone number they need to call? It is 1-855-836-HOPE, which is 1-855-836-4673. Just $54 provides 20 meals. <laughs> yeah, and the meals in, are important, but it's everything else that you yeah. got that's the next yeah. level, right? And, and the boys, too. Everything yeah. everything that they do is, is a gift. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? You're not a mistake. You're the opposite of a mistake, and we thank you so much for being here this morning. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Joining us is our final guest, and we, we saved the best for last. Yes, we did. Eric joins us, and uh, Kelly from the mission uh, told us a pretty incredible story, which we'll get to in the next few moments. But he set this up by saying he met you in Red Deer. And when he met you, Eric, he said, and this is no disrespect to you, you were 99 pounds. You looked like you were 400 years old. I mean, you, you had been through everything, hadn't you? That I had. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know what, uh, just really quickly, cause I know it's a long story, I'm sure, but I mean, you know, where did it go wrong and why did it go wrong? It was a very simple story. I mean, had a very normal life, but I lost my father and I lost my fiance in the same month and I met the wrong people and it just went downhill from there. You know, I thought I was doing good. I was flying high, had lots of money. Had the fast cars, fast women, fast money, 
house, motorhome, the whole thing. But uh, God kept knocking on the door of my heart. And finally, he just said, you know what? You got too much distraction. Let's just take it all away. He left me broken and on the street. And not long after that, I met Kelly. <laughs> and he told you to come where? He told me to come here to Edmonton to break out through Hope Mission. I kept putting it off <laughs> and didn't really want to surrender my will. Still thought I could do it on my own, but come to realize, no, I can't. I needed the help. And you have just turned your life around, my friend. Uh, last night, uh, Kelly said he wanted to prepare you for this, so he took you out for a dinner, which was really nice at uh, Earl's. We used to call it the Tin Palace. I don't know if they still do on Jasper Avenue. You guys went out for uh, for a great meal, and what happened at that meal? Yeah, uh, I had to apologize for something that I had done this past winter to Earl's. It was part of my step nine. You know, I've already completed all 12 steps, but I hadn't had this opportunity before, so I had to apologize, and I asked to speak to the manager, and uh, Tegan came over to the table, and I apologized to her for what I had done. And uh, What had you done? I broke into the, the back lot and stole a bunch of bottles. Because you were desperate? I was desperate. I was cold. I was hungry. You know, this is... Yeah, this was, what, uh, just before Christmas, you know. And you did that, and so you apologized, and what did she say? She came back just at the end of the meal uh, after she heard our story, and she told us that the meal was on the house. She wanted to thank thank us for all the good work we're doing here at Hope Mission, and uh, don't worry about the bill. She had forgiven you. She had forgiven me. And how good did that feel, that she had forgiven you? Man, my my eyes welled up with tears and felt such a such a weight off my chest and it just made my night. It made my whole day, my whole week. Hope Mission is an extension of the city of Edmonton. How do you feel about Edmonton? When I first came here, honestly, I hated it. <laughs> you know, I mean my first visit to the city I got jacked. <laughs> But that was in my formal life as a nighttime pharmaceutical representative. But uh, now I'm, it's starting to become my city. You know, with people like uh, the folks here at Hope Mission, you know, Kelly and others, Tegan's, you know, people like that. It's just wonderful. <laughs> For most of us, crime is something we see on the news. We never think it could happen to us until it does. Loved ones are gone, and for the survivors, the scars will never heal. I'm Nancy Hickst, a senior crime reporter for Global News. And on this season of Crime Beat, I'll take you inside some of the most serious crime stories I've covered. Season six of Crime Beat is available now on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and all podcast platforms.